Hi, welcome to episode 87 of Buck Off Banter. Um, so this one is our listener special. Um, so we are going to answer some questions um, from you. So Petite Eventing has asked us, um, what do you think of the state of British eventing at the moment? Katie, would you say BS is run better than BE? Honestly? I think it's in a terrible state. Yeah, I can't see it going on much longer. I think it's going to implode. Um, I think, and I and I feel for the people in charge now and possibly before, because this has been happening. What yeah. we're getting now is the wonderful. Basically, the um, it was being run into the ground, but people didn't realise, and then. We had the wonderful COVID situation and that just was, it just brought everything to a head. And it is, it's ter- I don't, I, it pains me to see it. It breaks my heart to see it because it's such a brilliant sport with a brilliant community. And yeah, it's just not in a good place. I don't, and I don't know what problem is. I don't know if it's just they're not appreciative enough of the grassroots or I don't know. I really don't know. It just seems to be a right shit show all over the place. Yeah, it's funny. I actually had a conversation with um, one of the mums from school um, who events and somewhere that she had entered abandoned. But if they abandoned after, I think it was five o'clock, you didn't get a refund. And at three o'clock, they had messaged everyone because the ground was bottomless. They'd messaged everyone and said, we're going to move the dressage. We're going to move the show jumping. The cross country's holding up well. Um, so it's, you know, all looking good. And then at five o'clock, well, it was like half five or something, they abandoned. So nobody got their refund. So um, it used to be that they put this insurance on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you paid for it, it was like £6 an entry, which in the grand scheme of owning horses is, you know, pretty, it's what, six quid on an entry fee. Yeah. And if they would, if they had to abandon for any reason, um, then you got all your money back, less a small amount, I think. Um, and then there was a little bit of an issue with COVID um, because they wouldn't pay out for ones that have been cancelled because of COVID. And then, there was a bit of drama there. And then a group of riders started complaining about the abandonment insurance. And they were, I'm good, as far as I'm aware, I've been led to believe, I don't know this, not set in stone, but I'm led to believe they were pro riders, pros that would have be entering over two days, seven, eight horses. So that's seven, eight horses their £6 was adding up onto their entry fees. So they were complaining about it. Bearing in mind, a lot of them don't also pay their own entry fees anyway because they're paid by owners and stuff like that. So if they were going to lose them, it's not the end of the world. Um, So so BE bowed to their pressure and got rid of the insurance premiums. And and now it's up to the uh, event to arrange their own insurance and so some of them still do so some of them will 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 um take out insurance you pay for it and if they have to cancel you get your money back 
but some of them don't. And and then she's obviously fallen foul of one that didn't, and they've kept going. There used to be a thing which was, um, oh god, this was many, 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 many years ago, which was if X amount of people, I can't remember what it was, had started show jumping, had uh, started dressage. Um, it wasn't classed as cancelled; it was classed as abandoned, and they had okay. to. Then they didn't have to pay back any entry fee. And I remember I was dressage writing, and I was sat with a dressage judge in the car, and it was snowing, and the snow was coming in <laughs> sideways, and you literally couldn't see the horse. But they, <laughs> it's like Olaf doing a test, <laughs> literally. But they'd been told not to camp, not to stop until X amount of dressage horses had done their dressage test. This poor, this poor uh, judge has like got their windscreen wipers on, like trying to see the horse do the test. Surely, because all the writing's like really shaky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's a, it's a really sad place. I think what I personally what I think is going to happen is, um, you know, we've got this the Cotswold Cup, which has proven so popular. Um, at the lower levels and I'm going to see I think what will happen is we're going to see this divergence which is what it used to be um, where the lower levels will be run unaffiliated so you'll see up to about I would say novice possibly 100 will be unaffiliated and then your upper levels will be uh, will be BE will be affiliated the only thing that tends to keep people wanting to do BE 100 BE 90 is wanting to ride at badminton yeah if they if they lose that if they lose the badminton grassroots they'll lose pretty much all their 90s and 100s i think because that's the only reason people do be now yeah well those it's funny because i don't tend to talk really about be because obviously I, you know it's not the circles i'm moving but it was just i've happened to have bumped into like three people recently who all kind of that's what they do or that's the circles yeah. that they move in and their kind of take has been um, that there's been a big um, pushback from BE about the B, the places that run BE eventing, yeah, being allowed to run unaffiliated eventing, yeah, because they feel that the unaffiliated people are benefiting from the money that they're putting into the BE courses, which I I do see, but then equally, but BE don't put that much money actually into the courses. What so they need it, to look it, at is, well, why? Like, yeah. you know, if if it's like, it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. If your business is failing, why is it failing? Like, for instance, when I jumped at Western Lawns, um, obviously, as we know, Pan was the only horse in the class. But what he would have won is £100. Yeah. That class cost me, I think, £25 to enter. It's like crazy. It's crazy. You, and, you know, the thing with eventing is most eventers, majority of eventers don't go for the prizes. And it's just as fucking well because you win a dandy brush. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you'll get prizes in kind. But it's so expensive. Yeah. And like a little you bit. You don't even get your entry feedback. No, like, I mean, and, and equivalent wise, if that's cost me 25 quid to enter, um, what it's cost you, like you should be winning about 500 quid. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, um, which I had no idea about, Ben was talking to a customer of his who had bought an experienced horse that had like it needed to downgrade because it was getting older. She'd done intermediate on it 
And then she's had a family and the horse has got older. And it costs her, I can't remember how much she said, six six hundred pounds, I think, a year because of the points that horse has, or because of the level he's competed at or something. That's how much it is to register him. That's not even her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They move them. Yeah, how they do the memberships and the registrations. Yeah, which is insane. I mean, I because... don't know because I've never had a horse that's gone into the next bracket. Like Pan, the next bracket. Pan is a Grade B, so he costs me more than my other horses. Yeah, by I think twenty pounds. Like yeah, it's just I don't know how much membership is at the moment because obviously I'm not registered. I'm not. I'm not a member. I can't remember exactly how much it is. I think the, one of the last times I did it, it was close on £300 for you plus the horse. Yeah, I think so. when I was talking um, to the mum at school, I think they weren't super dissimilar to register like a normal horse, a normal rider. But like obviously once you had a horse that was like 600 quid, like that's insane. And you've yeah. got no hope of winning that back. No, never, never. Um, Like... Unless you go into badminton or something, you know, if you're just like a rider, say like me, who wants to jump a horse like Pan and get experience around a bigger track, yeah, what you're gonna win like a brush, yeah. and I just think, yeah, how are people supposed to keep doing that? And and obviously, like, look, the sports, some people are insanely wealthy, but there are people who, I'll be honest, like us we have now had to stop going to as many shows, like away shows, because like the the Arena UK one that we want to do, hook up alone is £190 to hook yeah. up. Like that's probably double what it's ever been before. Yeah. Every stable is probably so, double. Every, everything's so expensive nowadays. And Ben's like, and Katie, just... it's costing us like £1,200 to go to a show. Yeah. Like, we can't justify that as a family. That's a lot of money to come out of our family's budget. Yeah. It's insane, isn't it? Like, I I had, um, and we're losing so many British, so many eventing events now, mm-hmm. um, particularly in the, in the East. Free set this rule, which was if they did unaffiliated, I wouldn't say they could do international. They didn't try and stop them doing unaffiliated completely, but, you know, they've tried to make it quite difficult for them. And um, we've lost so many amazing venues and so many amazing events. Um, and like round here, we've lost so it's just you know we lost Great Witchingham, the B events. Uh, it's just it's just I've just seen them fall, and it's been quite upsetting, really. It's hard, and but it's like it's obvious, isn't, isn't it? Because if you're not allowing that course to be used except for like one or two weekends a year. How is it going to pay? (laughs) No, exactly. Exactly. These people have to make some money. Yeah. And it's that the, what is upsetting is we're seeing these ones go, but there doesn't really seem to be any new ones replacing them. You're seeing events that have already got events put on extra weekends to fill gaps in calendars. Yeah. But we're not getting any new. And what we're losing, which is, what I used to love about eventing was the 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 big halls and yeah. houses, yeah. you know, the stately homes, the Smith's Lawn and stuff like that. We're losing all that. What we're coming down to is eventing centres, mm-hmm. places like, no disrespect to them, they've set up beautifully, but places like Aston Wall, yeah. 
things like that. There are these dedicated centers, um, you know, dressage on a surface, show jumping on a surface. Yeah. And then, you know, and it's like, is that really eventing? Because that's not the eventing I bought into. Yeah. The eventing I bought into was like the mini badmintons all yeah. around the country. So it's it's sad. It's a really it's, sad. it's a really tricky place, I think, to be in. I think the problem is the more venues you lose and the more events are abandoned, the more people just sensibly the following year kind of go, it's just not worth it. I'll just go unaffiliated. You yeah, know? I said I said on the last pod that I'm considering doing a B um, I'm considering going to an event, a one day event. But it's an unaffiliated one that I'm considering going to. And it's for a few reasons. And I'll give them to you now, which is basically the event is on the 20th. The closing date is on the 14th. Yeah. Now I run the risk that if they fill up before the 14th, I won't be able to enter. Yeah. Okay. But I can also hold tight and wait until I've, and see what state I'm in, what, see how my cross-country schooling's gone. Yeah. Whereas if I go BE, I've got to enter weeks in advance. Yeah. And if I have to withdraw, I get nothing back. Yeah. Even with a doctor's note a lot of the time or a vet note, you get nothing back. Occasionally they fill, they might fill your place from a wait list if they've kept a wait list, but there's a degree of dodginess about that sometimes. So, you know, whereas I've before now entered an unaffiliated event the day before realised something's gone wrong or I won't be able to go, contacted them, they were like, oh, well, we'll roll your entry over to the next one. Yeah. It really is that simple. So there's that's one of the reasons. It's, it doesn't feel... It is slightly cheaper. Um, It's a good standard course. I know it's going to be a good standard course, so they used to run BE there. When I've been before, they've got all the things, veterinary cover, uh, medical cover, still quite safe. Um, Also... <laughs> quite important to someone that's returning to eventing which is something actually be have picked up on now because they do their go be my results aren't going to be on the internet for the people that might want to stalk me and okay. see how, how my return went so I'm, I'm going to be able to go anonymously yeah have my fun day and tell people how it went when I want to tell them that's something I've never actually thought out of there. actually sorry that's the thing I'd never thought of. That's like a, um, yeah. But I get that. Um, they have picked up on that now, so they've, they they run a thing called Go Be, where you can basically there's sections where you can go and have a try, and your results don't get plastered everywhere. Right. Which is quite handy. Um. Okay. Um. I have a question. I was just laughing, because with Carla because. Um, Sam sent in um, a question saying, um, my pony's had laminitis. Will he always have rings on his hooves or will they grow out? Ben replied, no, when I sent it to him. So I said... What's that mean? Will they grow out or will they... Yeah, like, give me a fucking chance, oh. Ben. Like, no, it won't yeah, always have them. Or like, fucking come on. And I was like, it's a bloody podcast, Ben. Like, fucking knows. Like... <laughs> Give me strength. Imagine um, if we just did that. How was your weekend? All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the state of inventing shit? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, because I think he was frightened, um, 
He said, the rings are event lines. They can be caused by things like change of season, grazing, feed, etc. They will grow out, but depending on the severity of the laminitis, there may always be some change, scarring, deformity. There we go. Thanks, Ben. Um, It's our resident farrier with his hugely embellished answer from his original (laughs) note. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay, I'll do this one. Um, item or items you think would revolutionise life on your yard if money was no object at all? Okay. I would love a robot muckerouter if okay. money was no object. Have you like seen those ones wall. where, like, the um, stable doors, the stable walls, like, retract so the tractor can yeah. just drive and push them? Yeah, that's pretty slick. But I'd like, I'd just like, I'd like like a Wally type thing. Okay. Something quite cute. Just like, I'd just like set like a... With a like, corn um, room. Like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit like a rumba, but like on steroids. You just like okay. set it off, turn it off in the morning and it went in, swept up the poo, got out the wet and just, you just left it to it when the horses were out. Maybe I should invent in that. I, I could invent that. I really like mucking out. Well, you're just weird, aren't you? Uh, do you I mean, I do make really some good life decisions. I, yeah. I do make some, I make, I make some good life decisions when I'm mucking out. But it does get a bit tiresome. I, no, I, I actually... Do it every single day. Nine times out of ten, can't make life decisions when I'm mucking out because I'm such an overthinker that I, my brain's like... Brr, so I have to listen to a podcast so I can't overthink. But I find it's so therapeutic. And that's like, you know, when people muck out and they leave bits of poo in a shavings bed. I mm. can't understand that because I'm like, I, it's so therapeutic to me for the bed to be immaculate. Like it's, it's like calming. Um, okay. Have you got any I'm others? Still, I'm still going for me Wally robot. Um, are we inventing things? No, no I object. don't think so. I think just like, I, I shouldn't have done that then, should I? No, I think you, <laughs> why not? Because you could you could fashion something, couldn't you? Like if you had, if money was no yeah, object. If money was no object. Um, I wish I could train my dogs to bring the horses in from the fields. That'd be cute. Wouldn't it just, like every day, it'd be like something out of a Disney film. Who would lead who? Um, Trevor would lead... Well, Nora wouldn't be able to lead Vince. She'd probably have to lead uh, Jazzy okay. because Vince hates Nora. Like, right. Probably hates her. Trevor would probably have to lead Chance. No, I've already said that. Yeah, no. Well, he Trevor walks very slowly, Chance. doesn't he, Trevor, in he front walks, of the tractor? No, Trevor, because <laughs> Trevor and the old horse would be all right. And Rupert would take Vince. Yeah, I could see Rupert and Vince. That's I can see Ruben and Vince, actually. Yeah. I can see that working really well. But I would love that. I would love to train them to bring my horse in. But number one, so I wouldn't have to do it. And number two, it'd just be like watching a Disney movie every it would evening. Be super my, cute. my dogs brought my horses in. That would be an anti-ick, wouldn't it? Oh, 100%. But I don't know how we go about this because obviously it's like putting the head collars on. There's a lot of there's a lot of steps before we get mm. to the show, if you will. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think mine are quite boring after yours. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 
there's thinking outside the box and then there's like Carla just fucking can't even see the box anymore um, <laughs> it's gone there's no, no box, box. Um, okay so mine immediately was indoor arena like absolutely oh what I would give what I would give to have an indoor arena in my life I'm dying at this <laughs> at your sensibleness I'd have an indoor arena with my sons to bring my yeah look I mean we're, we're very different ends of the spectrum and that's why this works <laughs> um yes I literally read that question I was like yeah. indoor arena like indoor arena I yeah. think that's kind of I think that's kind of what they were going for probably instead of a wally robot to muck out my stables and my dogs bringing in my horses um but actually yeah, I'll tell you I'll go one step further if money okay. was literally no object my absolute dream this would oh my god I, if I married a like he wouldn't need to be a millionaire. He would need to be like a billionaire. What I would like is my kitchen to have um, like big French doors, like bifold doors that opened into a walkway that looked into my barn so that basically I could be like eating my breakfast and looking at my horses almost like they were in the same room as me. That would be quite cool. And then I want Vince wouldn't let me get anything down. He'd be like, "What are you eating? What well, are you eating?" You'd oh, have to that. have curtains because otherwise, Manny would be yeah. like, "Boom, boom, boom" on the door. Sorry, yeah. I probably just deafened everyone. Boom, boom, boom on the door. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll block that first boom, boom out because it's a bit aggressive. Um, yeah, and you'd be like, "I'm fucking having me toast, Manny. Like, give us a second. <laughs> like, um, so yeah, you'd have to have the option to shut them off, but. I can think of nothing I would like more than basically to have my horse in my kitchen with me. So I want that, but then I want to walk through their barn and I want to walk into an indoor arena. So basically if it's minging weather, there at no point do I need to get wet. Well, neither would I, because my dogs would be bringing my horses in from the field. (laughs) I also, I'll tell you, an antique and that I'm having in my really rich barn. I, I like the yeah. windows, you know, like in a barn when they have the windows out for the horses. Oh, on the other side? Yeah, I like that. I've got that on the outside of mine. I, they, they're, un- they're covered up at the minute, but... I really like that. I had those, put, and I love those. And I've got windows between my stables too. Yeah, I like... Talk to each- I was going to... I was going to put bars, but I don't need them because my horses get on really nicely. So I don't need to put bars up. So they Mine do like now, but when we had the mares, like we had horses that had to have the, the bars, had to have like uh, wood put up, like cable tied yeah. on. And, and this one couldn't have its hay here because if someone looked at it while it was eating, like there was so much politics. The girls are just <laughs> like, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Good. The only problem we used to have is, Vince has to have a very light plastic feed bowl because he used to be next door to Solo and he didn't particularly like Solo. And if he had a heavy rubber feed bowl, he used to chuck it through his window at Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Which just used to make me laugh. And Solo was so thick. Thought, What's up? What's up? So in the end, we thought, well, well, he wouldn't stop doing it. So he thought, oh, what we'll do is we'll just get him a really light plastic one so at least it doesn't hurt Solo. It's it less damage. <laughs> Bless yeah. Um. hi so 
this was a monumental fuck up, even by our standards. So we were recording because I was in a hurry and I'm going on holiday. And then there was a bit of a technical issue. So we stopped and started a new episode, except like a fucking dickhead, I didn't press record. So Carla was very, very good saying I should stay up to record a double episode. Um, and I didn't record it. Um, I was so fucking pissed off with myself. I literally, I could have fucking ironed my whole arms, never mind just my fingers. And that's, I went right, and I was, Can we just move on from that briefly? Because you know that tape? But, right, so Kathy yeah. and I are just sat down to recording and I couldn't find the headphones that I've been using with the microphone. So I'm having to use another pair of headphones, like the ones that you stick in your ears with the microphone on. And we were worried that it was going to affect the sound. And I was like, oh, I'll get some tape. So I picked up this tape, which we were laughing at, and it's like it stuck over my face. It's double-sided tape. Oh. That's Iceness. why it was so difficult to cut up. Yeah, like Carla Carla just randomly got this, what looked like to me to be white duct tape, was like, I'll just stick this to my face. I was like, I don't know how good an idea that is. And then at one point, like, it was nearly covering your eye. You looked like some sort of weird pirate. <laughs> Fucking hell. It was like all over my whole face, wasn't it? Hang on. What's that? That worked. <laughs> You've got tape on your face, but your microphone's still dank. I think that, I'll be honest just, with you. Should we just move on? Yeah, I don't think the should tape is going to be a good Hang on. Hang on. No. I'm not giving up. Just determined. I'm not... <laughs> determined to me. Here we go. What's that like? I mean, attractive, to be <laughs> honest. Let's get, let's screenshot that. <laughs> let's go for it. Let's go for it. <laughs> Um, I mean, we are already recording, but... Thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so we did... Do you know what fucking pissed me off the most, right? It was a good... It was a really fucking good episode. It was really, like, we talked about so many different things. And I was like, to Ben, I'm so fucking pissed off. It was such a good episode. And he was like, well, remember, what was it about? And I was like, I don't know. I can't like, remember now. My big knickers, like, you know, Barbie, like horsey girls being badass and he just looked at me and I was like look just, just Ben take just my as... word for it Ben it like, was a good one just it was as a for good Ben one. yeah as well yeah just as for Ben so anyway right so the plan was that we were going to do loads of questions and we weren't doing news because we'd done news on the one before and we were going to do wanker of the week on that one but I think we should, we're going to have a slight change now because we've both been to shows we don't need to miss out so we're going to do news now, then wanker of the week, totally out of order. And then we're going to do the really good topic. Um, well, we think it's good anyway, from a listener that they sent in. Um, it's about Barbie, but you're just going to have to trust us. It's going to be good. Next episode. Okay. So do you want to start? So your news. Well, I think um, I think the whole world's seen this now. If they haven't, where have they been? Yeah, even um, I've seen it. <laughs> everyone has seen it. Harry Harry Styles has probably seen it. He probably I'm knows. Sure. Probably, I think he's probably, probably on his on his way to your house now. Um, so went jumping on Thursday. Decided to just do the same classes again, the eighty and the ninety, to consolidate my confidence and just to make sure that I was perfectly happy being back out again. And I came third in the eighty. And then I went in and I jumped the 90 and I, the 80, it was like, 
it was a different course build to the time before. And the course build of the time before had been very flowy. It was like a figure of eight course. This time, the fences came up on you really, really quickly. So for the 80, I sort of like just really sat back and made sure I rode, you know, I rode in quite short the whole way around. In the 90, I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll just let him flow a bit. And we'd gone slightly faster. Here we go faster. I had Oscar with me. Um, and we'd negotiated a price of which actually his tea wasn't part of this price. So I ended up having to buy him his tea. So we're sat eating our chips. We put Vince away. He's a very good boy. He does half a packet of polos and lots of kisses. And he he knew he was the dog's bollocks. So we were just having our chips and they did the announcement of the results. And I'd won. Unbelievable. I had won. Um, and it was a mounted prize giving. <laughs> So at this point, I've got more where I thought, I'm getting that rosette. Absolutely. You are not. You, are, you would have to prize that rosette from my cold, dead fingers. I am getting it. So I said, can I go in and do the prize given on foot? And they said, well, yes, if you want to. I went, yes, I want to. So I went in. I got my rosette put to my on my sunglasses. And I, I didn't catch all the way around the arena because quite a big arena and I would have possibly died. So I did a lap of honour on foot waving my rosette to the cheering crowd do you know what it is when i say cheer, it was fucking crowd, it was a... epic absolutely amazing <laughs> because like that's what it's supposed to be about do you know what it is like that's that's what everyone should be doing otherwise what the fuck's the point in doing it it was hilarious everyone was laughing i was like you gotta have a laugh and they were like mm, maybe not quite I as much love, that, but yeah it was but brilliant like, i i loved made it, it fun and it's like totally worked you've won and then also you're not afraid to be like this is fucking amazing i've won like okay. and i know i was like said to everyone when they were like looking at me i was like this doesn't very happen very often so i'm gonna milk it yeah i, absolutely. I am gonna milk it for as much as i can and i did i milked it 110 120 percent and i bloody loved every minute and afterwards i because i put it on my uh instagram story that i'd done it and someone went, was your son not embarrassed? I went, I think he's kind of used to it now. Do you know what I mean? He's like, this, is, this has been his life as long as he can remember. Were they a new um, follower? Must have been. Must have been to not realise that that's what I'm like all the time. Yeah, um, I mean. So, yeah, it was, I just had a look. And the thing was, whether I'd won or not, I was very pleased with how I'd ridden. I was pleased with how he jumped. Um, it felt good. It felt fun. So, yeah, I was just incredibly, incredibly happy anyway. So just winning was, I won a pair of socks as well. Hey. True story, I won a pair of socks. See, that's what you get for not eventing. To be fair, that was a little unaffiliated 90. I say little, there was quite a lot in it, actually. And I probably won a better prize than if I'd won a B90. <laughs> Coming over the dark side, which actually reminds me, you know how you said... Um, people had commented about us meeting up. Yeah, someone had an amazing idea. Who was it? God, don't think I wrote their name down. Sorry, I don't think I did. But anyway, um, we should meet up at a show. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Isn't that a really good idea at an away show? Because then we could meet somewhere that's halfway. Yeah. Okay, I'm up for that. We could vlog it. Yeah. Do, we could do an episode there as well. Yeah. Let's plan something. Okay, let's do this. I'm a bit scared. 
Words kind of halfway between us. I don't know because I'm really, 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 really bad with geography. You're like nearly, you're Scotland, aren't you, nearly? Yeah. Um, and I, I was thinking. Are like, you like the east or the west of the country? West, I want to say, but I mean, I'm. I don't know because we're in the northeast. Well, then, then I you're think, the east. Then, aren't you? But then I think <laughs> I'm like in the west. Why would you say you're in the west if you're in the northeast? Because I think I'm in the like, west of the northeast. The clues in what it says. Yeah, you are right, actually. I don't think I thought that through. Fuck. Fucking hell, I might edit that out. Christ, Ben, I'll have a fucking field day with that. Joan, I'm terrible at geography. I'll tell you one day, we were watching, um, we were watching the news and they had this guy on from Pontefract and he was like, they were talking about, um, he was from the Pontefract Tourist Board. And he was talking about all the things to do. And I said to Sam, I said, you'd think he'd have someone a bit more Welsh. And he went, Welsh? And I went, yeah. You know, what with him being in Wales? And he went, Pontefract is in Yorkshire. I thought it was in Wales. It sounds like it's in Wales. Yes. I was getting, confu- I was getting confused with Pontefract. Ponty Pandy. What's the cartoon, isn't it, that? Yeah, easy mistake to make. Yeah, in full Fine and Sam phase at the moment. There we go. You you wouldn't make that mistake. You would know. So, yeah. So, where are you in the country? East. But right at the bottom, like in the middle. Well, no, because that would be southeast, wouldn't it? I'm sort of middle. Middle East. East. But not like Dubai. Not the, not the not Dubai, not the actual. Okay. Um, I'll look and see. Okay. Um, okay. But I just think because Arena, Arena are having a really good show in September, and that's is that BS though. So I'd have to register BS. Yeah, but you could just jump on a ticket. Can you do that away shows? Yeah, just the okay. same. I mean, this is we're we're just doing admin now. You're just listening to us <laughs> doing admin. This is a really shit podcast, and people like trying to like entertain us, and we're just basically having a conversation that maybe okay. we should have had on a telephone before we start recording. So moving on from our admin, we'll do that. But well, you give your news. How's Molly? First of all, let's go. Okay, so she is a lot better. Today is the first day where. I'm I'm happy with her. Yeah. The only thing that isn't a hundred percent is she's needing still quite a thick rug to keep her warm enough. But the weather is like not that cold. But I think obviously she's not eaten for days. Yeah. So it's like, and we're so paranoid that she gets cold and it brings the colic back on. Mm. It was basically she colicked overnight, but then she just. She wasn't recovering. She wouldn't eat. And, like, mm. we were just... And she had, like, a massive, you know, that line of, like, tension. Mm. In and then a few times we went out and she was lying flat out in the stable. Oh, no. And, like, I was like, fucking hell. But then do you have, like... I don't know whether I should put this in, but, like, me and Ben, I think, once we knew she was all right on the way to the show, oh, yeah. mm. um, we have, like, probably a bit of a dark sense of humour. Yeah, no, I do too. And um, so Ben was like, I thank fuck she's all right. Because I was thinking, how the fuck are we going to get her out of that stable? We're going to have to take the front off it. And I said, well, we're not taking the front off my stable then. Like, you'll have to carry it. And he was like, (laughs) 
fucking carry it. I said, look, or put her on a skateboard and wheel it. And then, like, that just sent us, the two of us. Well, like, I think because we've been really worried about relieving really us really all, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so then the two like of us relief, were in, like, kinks. And Ben was saying, like, she'll be saying, that's it, poodle, shoot me down the half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably like it. It's probably how she wants to go, to be honest. And to be honest now, I was like, I think Molly does need to skateboard. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, so. I think we're, we're worried. Like, she's 35, though. I've had to kind yeah. of have a conversation with Henry and say, you know, she isn't going to go on forever. Like, And he was like, but she is. She's absolutely fine, isn't she? And I was like, yes, but mm. she's 35. And he was like, yeah, but Manny's had colic and he's, he was fine. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just going to leave her there. Um, And then... So that was like, obviously, just before we're going on holiday, it's just fucking, it's not what you need. Because then it's like at the back of your head, it's like, fuck. The whole time. Yeah. And then this morning, poor Ben is working. Ben's never taken this long off for a holiday ever. We didn't have a honeymoon, nothing. But I forced him because I said, like, he needs to sometimes have a break anyway. So he is literally working like insane hours at the minute. And this morning he went out to try and get an early start. And he was like, we've got two pet lambs. Mm. And he was like... I could only see one of them. And he was like, you know, and just something feels weird to you. I was like, mm-hmm. It had got its head stuck in a fence and a badger no. had half taken its back leg off. Sorry, oh, everyone, no. this is quite doom and gloom. So then Ben was two hours late for his first job this morning. So he's going to get home from work at half past 10 tonight. Oh, no. And you're just a bit like, fuck. Like, and I said, like, this is what happens when you try and leave the place. It, it just all yeah. goes to fucking shit. And then you're like a nervous wreck because you're thinking like the whole time you're away, what's yeah. going to happen next? So anyway, that's my bad news. I'm going to move on because I've got the best news in the whole wide world. Nobody's going to hear the amazing news. You're never going to hear the end of it. You're all going to because I'm gonna... she's only had to do this. She's only done this, right? Can I just say now because I won on Thursday? <laughs> she's like, right, fucking hell, I'm not having this. I'm not having her taking all the glory on this podcast. She's <laughs> come on, tell them what you did. Come on. Okay, so I'll tell you why I did it. So I was no, having. A, I know why you did it. <laughs> I was having a bad day. Okay, so it started off. Um, we needed to leave at nine, but I thought we needed to leave at half nine. So I'm really calmly skipping out the boxes, you know, and you're in a bit of a like dolly daydream. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, fannying about, like lovely. And Ben was like, we are going to be late. And he's never stressed. I'm always the stressy one. He was like, we are going to be very late, Kate. And I was like, yeah, I'll just finish these boxes. Thinking I had half an hour. I was thinking, mm. like, shut up. I was like, yeah, I'll just finish these boxes. And he was like, if you don't put the horse on the lorry now, there's no point in going. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, there's no rush. And he was like, we need to be at the end of the drive by nine o'clock. I said, no, half nine. He said, no, we need to have the horse on the lorry at quarter to nine. I said, what time is it? He was like, five to nine. I was like, Fuck. Oh, fuck. So that was my first fail. Then Ben got in the lorry um, and I, I'd made him a cup of coffee, which annoyed him because he was obviously like, why is she being so slow? But anyway, I'd forgotten he's doing this fucking intermittent fasting thing, but he's been doing it for like fucking ages. So I'd <laughs> usually like really milky coffee. So I'd poured like half a gallon of oh, milk. No. So he took a, a mouthful and he takes everything really seriously. So he took a mouthful. And he was like, did you put milk in this? I said, yeah, loads. And he was like, you're on a fucking roll this morning, aren't you? 
It's like, <laughs> sorry about that. So that was that was the next thing. Then we kept getting lost because everywhere on the sat-nav was trying to take us, was saying no HGVs. Yeah. So he just was, so he said to me, do me a favour, put Bishopton in your phone. So I did what I was told and just put Bishopton, right? Then he starts going down all these fucking really windy little country lanes through like houses and like weaving and out of cars and stuff. And he said to me, tell me you put Bishopton Equestrian Centre and that you didn't just no. put the village name. And I said, you didn't tell me to do that. And he was like, well, because common sense would fucking dictate. And I said, look, I'm having a bad no. day. I'm having a bad day, Ben. Um, so then Bougie jumped with Carla. Bougie was fucking incredible. Absolutely amazing. Like literally couldn't fault him. Don't know what she's done to him, some sort of witchcraft. Um then I went in the fox. We had waited. So you can imagine Bougie was there for the clear round and Pan was in the fox. You can imagine. Long day. Fucking long day. Jumped the fox. And the way the course was, was you jumped like down and then you came back up on the diagonal. So right. I went down, up on the diagonal. And then you go down again and you're supposed to go up the long side. But instead I went down, back up the diagonal. <laughs> And I was, so I I did like five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven. And I was coming back around for eight when they eliminated me. And I was like, fuck. So I I left the ring and I was like, sorry, I'm having a bad day. (laughs) And like, you know, for a second, I was like, I I should just jump next class. Yeah. And I, I came out the ring and Carla was like, you said you're having a bad day, but fuck me. And I was like, I know. And she said, why do you just jump to 1.30? And I was like, yeah, I think I will. She was like, okay, come on then. Let's crack on. Let's warm up for it. And then Jesus Christ, Pan in the warm up, Carla, he fucking wore the front bar of every single oxer. <laughs> and poor Carla, because Pan's Pan can be a little bit careless in the ring, but he's He's probably his most careful in the warm-up. He loves the warm-up for some reason. Anyway, now nah, fucking whack this pole out again and again and again. And eventually Carla, just in front of the other people who were warming up for the 130, just went, I don't think he likes that jump, so we're just going to leave that <laughs> jump. <laughs> That's like, absolutely. I love that mentality. I love it. it. Was, do you know what, though? It was the best for me because it was like, there was no reason for him to be having it. We weren't, you know, yeah. there was, and sometimes I think just be like, oh, fuck it. Um, so we jumped a couple of verticals and then went in. They let me go in first, which was really good because it meant that I didn't really have time to get too like fretty. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I was like, yeah, 100, like 100% committed. And then I walked over to it and I just was like, how many holes is it going to go up? And she's like, oh, one. I was like, okay. She's like, genuinely, you won't even notice it. I was like, um anyway so I went in and fuck he just jumped so amazing like I can't even believe it like he had two verticals but they were just really silly it was when he's come from an oxer and I've had to open him up for the oxer and then he's got about four strides to a big vertical yeah I can't get him back whereas if it's a double he gets himself back because he can see it so he sits back but because he's exactly the same. So 
but you know what? Like two silly uprights, like oh. like around one thirty. Carla, I came out of that ring. You would have thought I had won at the Olympics, right? I was nearly crying. I was so happy. I was like, I, I, I just. But you know what was even better it was like everyone else was like the same, and it oh. meant so much. Carla was like, "You did it!" You did. Yeah. Like the video she's taken of me, she's riding the course with me. She's like getting back, Every getting back. Like yeah, yeah. Um, but like everyone was like, "Well done! That was amazing!" Oh. That was like it was just so so nice and it meant so much like and I said to Ben that has been my goal for about 10 years all I ever wanted to do was I wanted to be able to jump Fox like to a decent level and I wanted to be able to jump around a 130 every so often and if I had a couple of pulls I didn't care because at least I was like able to do it so Ben was like so do you retire now like you know (laughs) what do you do now But then actually it reminded me of you because then I was like, actually, that is true because this is what I've chased forever. And now I've done it and like I'm buzzing. But ultimately, it was just another round. Yeah. So if all the rounds up to that point haven't been fun, there is no point. And actually, they have been fun for me. Like they didn't used to be, but they are fun. I love it now. I like so enjoy it. But like, that thing that like is so important when you do it it's not that important no exactly you set yourself this target this goal this thing you have to have and then particularly with horses what do you do move up a level do you, yeah. it, like you say it, it is another round another and a lot of the time it's like I got to the point where I was wanting to go up levels and wanted to go up levels and I was thinking to myself why why am I wanting to go at these levels is it so that I can because at the end of the day all it is is on my record yeah I've been there does it does it matter to anyone else what like you know it's not like I'm selling the horse yeah well that's kind of like 130 I literally just picked it out of a hat pretty much like yeah to me to to jump 140 is like you probably need more time money you know all that than Mm. I'm ever gonna have Mm. So one thirty felt like as much as I could ever do, but I mean, like it is kind of just pulling out of a hat. But I mean, anyway. So for all me saying, like you know, it's like it's just a round. Obviously, I've changed Ben's screensaver. I actually did feel a bit sorry for you because when you messaged me and said, "Guess what I've just done?" And I said, "You haven't fallen off Fuji." Have you? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought because I thought. It can go one of either way with you, Katie. You've either done something brilliant, which you did, and I'm pleased to say, or you've broken a bone. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Lucky Carlo was on bougie. But I mean, actually, to be fair, he didn't he didn't put a foot wrong, but obviously with Carlo, he puts a lot less feet wrong. Um, yeah. So then to just finish the day off, I just left and didn't pay for the class. Because oh in, all the, in all the excitement, I think I just basically was like, you were honoured to yeah. have me here. Jumping my one thirty, hundred percent, yes. And off I go, waving, doing the queen's yeah. wave as she went out, as she left, How and then proceeded to like you... just send the video to just you know everyone Everybody. and anyone and anyone know. that people you walk past in the street, yeah, just do that airdrop thing, yeah, and then just people like what's this? And it was be a video of you. Do it on the aeroplane when you're on the aeroplane. People can't get away from you. I'll be like uh, airdrop, <laughs> airdrop, <laughs> like, me jumping at one thirty. 
Ben, bless him, um, rang me the next day. He said, hello, wife who jumps 130. And oh. I said, um, hello, husband. And could you always greet me in that way? Oh, fuck me, Carla. I've just remembered what the first thing about my bad day was. He's going to fucking kill me. I am not fit to be let loose in society. What started the fucking bad day was Ben came in the bedroom and said, happy anniversary. Oh, And I carried on the conversation, just was like, because he'd been out and fed the horses. So I was like, what? Like, I think I'd said something like, you know, what's to do or what, what time we'll leave or whatever. And he said, did you hear me? And I said, say what? And he said, happy anniversary. And I said, what? And he was like, it's our anniversary. I was like, fuck. I can go better than that, though. You, I must have told you this story before of my husband's 50th. Yes. But it makes I mean, it yeah, I got confused with Chancer. I thought his, I've got his actual fiftieth birthday. And the thing is, it wasn't even like I remembered like in the morning or in the evening. It wasn't until I went in bed that night and I was like flicking, scrolling through Facebook, and there was all these people wishing him a happy birthday. I was like, and I like turned around in bed, looked at him, went, I forgot your birthday, didn't I? And he went, it was only my fiftieth. Don't worry, I actually forgot his fiftieth. I forget our anniversary every year and Ben never does and he even bought me he bought me some cowboy boots Carla I didn't even what buy him a card well yeah but I am sending Justice them back for Ben because I can't <laughs> I can't get my feet in them and they're not, they're not the colour that I had fallen in love with but the area I've run out of those colours so I am going to have to get them from America because my auntie's in America at the minute so I'm going to see if she'll bring them back to me anyway Justice for, Justice for Ben I say yeah, look, that wasn't my finest hour. I'm prepared to admit that. Okay, but you know, mate, you have to you have to ride the lows to ride the highs. But so expect kind of off a pug at the moment. Expect lots of videos because it's the most exciting thing ever. Definitely. So we're gonna do our wank of the weeks now. Um, my wank of the week, which feels a little bit unreasonable was that me and Ben were having a disagreement <laughs> and just bickering on whilst mucking out Bougie. And Bougie went backwards and stood on Ben's foot. So that was the one that I used in the episode that I didn't record, which obviously should be my anchor of the week. And then when I told Ben that, because I thought it was hysterical that Ben was like furious that Bougie, as if, he'd completely done it on purpose just really calmly just backed up and stood right on Ben's foot and Ben was like I can't believe that that's what you've used when you did what you did to Seb and I was like oh, I've totally forgotten about that and that's just because you know if I do it I just pretend it didn't happen yeah yeah that's fine it's fine so Henry bless him has made these like BMX things health and safety hazards and um, ramps and stuff yes that yeah, he fangs around on the other yeah. day he said to me, um, I'm going to get all the BMX stuff out and I'm going to try and do wheelies and jumps. And I said, OK, but just remember that a holiday is a lot less fun with a broken arm or leg. And he was like, <laughs> Mammy, I'm going to be careful. So I said, OK, please, you Bessie, because there's no telling them, you know. No. He came in with his knee pissing with blood and absolutely black and blue. He like limped in and said, my knees bleeding. I was like, yeah, that'll be you being careful, was it? Brilliant, just. 
But he um, was careful because if he hadn't have been careful, he would have broken an arm or a leg. Maybe. Just a bleeding knee is careful, okay? So anyway, he's made this seesaw thing that he right. can ride on his bike. He said loves to walk up it, stand, and then it tips down. Yeah. He'll do that for ages, just walks round, round, round. Anyway, like my brain just sometimes doesn't engage. So we were watching Seb do that. And I stood on the bottom of it because, you know, sometimes it doesn't, it's like horizontal. It doesn't tip mm. down for him to step onto it. So I was being helpful. So I put my foot on it to pull oh it down. God, no. But I didn't think that then it wouldn't tip. And because he's a toddler, he wouldn't realise. So he would literally just step off the end. <laughs> I thought like you catapulted him. I thought that's what you were going to say. Like you, you know, like when you were a kid, you used to like someone yeah. used to get on the sweats thing. No, I literally just well, was... so he was used to it like doing this, and I just made it do that. So he just stepped into like <laughs> fresh air, <laughs> and like just fucking. To be fair, that it would have been funny if you catapulted him though a little it bit. It would have like like if he landed somewhere soft. Ben was like, what the fuck are you playing at? Like, why would you stand on the bottom? I was like, well, obviously I didn't do it on purpose. And he was like, what did you think would happen if you stood on the bottom of a seesaw? And I was like, I just didn't really think. (laughs) You thought you were helping. Come on, Ben. So that's my program. (laughs) Well, I haven't, my one is still that one that we didn't record absolutely because is it my that's my favorite one it's not every time i do something you always say that you always go oh, or was it my second favorite i can't remember i think it was i think you said it was your second favorite okay. over the farting in the corridor yeah that, and that is yeah so i was at the gym and i finished in the gym and i was about to get in the shower and i thought oh i'll just i need to the loo so i go to the loo and then i think well I'm going to, I need to get in the shower. So is there any point me pulling up my underwear and my trousers to then like walk out and take them off? So I'm having this like internal discussion with myself. Like there's no point. And I thought, but what if someone comes in? I know I'll do a compromise. I'll pull up my knickers, but I'll leave my sports leggings around my ankles. I think that, that's the weird thing, though, isn't it? Because would you not pull them up as one? Exactly. Surely that was what most people would do. You wouldn't, like... Well no, well, no, because I wear a thong, and if I put them up as one, it could have got a little bit, like, ruched. Well, yeah, but you were already wearing it for three steps. Listen, I just <laughs> I thought I'd come up with the ideal compromise. I pulled up my knickers. I still had my leggings around my ankles. I did that weird sort of penguin walk that you do when you've got your legs tied together in essence like by a, a pair of leggings. Hobbled. I basically hobbled myself and I came out and went to wash my hands and there were two women stood there and they just looked in absolute horror and I thought well I'm committed now I can't <laughs> like pull them up I can't <laughs> To be fair, it probably would have been less weird if I had stopped at that point and pulled I, them up thinking I'm about actually, it. But I yeah, didn't. I, I think I think if you had just said at that point, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know anyone would be here. Well, <laughs> then at least you're acknowledging this isn't 
what I think is normal behaviour. But these women are going to be like, do you think it's... I wonder if they thought it's like some sort of resistance band workout. But maybe they did. Maybe I totally styled it out. Yeah, let's tell ourselves that. New resistance band. Oh, my God, what if you're at the gym next week and everyone's doing it? Walking around with her leggings around their ankles. I yeah. started a trend. Like on Mean Girls where she where they cut a hole in the top and then everyone just cuts the holes in the top. That's what you're <laughs> gonna be like. That'd be a hundred percent it now, but everyone's gonna do it. Um but yeah, so basically I had to style it out and walk from the toilet area into the changing area, like a bit like a penguin, with my leggings around my ankles, but wearing a thong. Um and I've I mean I've had greater moments of my life. Absolutely, because corridor wasn't one of them. There is no way that you can walk with your ankles tethered together with leggings, which are you know tight. I know they were tight leggings, and look anything other than a complete fucking pillow. I looked deranged. I looked absolutely deranged, and and you can't style out. I tried, but you're right. I couldn't style that, and it was never going to happen. As much as I would have liked to have thought it would. Um, I wonder, just like, like you I can't just help. I I know in that gym there's WhatsApp groups that I get mentioned on. Fucking and I, absolutely. I, but I'm starting to think it's not just going to be in that gym. I think there's going to be like a local area of like fucking watch out. A Facebook page. I went out on Friday with um, an old school friend of mine, and we went to um, we went. I went down to see her. We've been, she lives about an hour away from me. We've been saying for years, we're going to get together, going to get together. And we just haven't. And in the end, she said, right, I've bought a ticket. You've got to come. I've paid for your ticket. So I went down to her house and like, I was actually quite rushed. And so I ended up not knowing. So I just chucked like this play suit that I've got. And we went and we were like dancing. And then the joke was, because it was quite a low fronted play suit, that at the end of this night, my nipples were going to have their own Facebook page because they literally, most of Chelmsford in Essex, all my my nips um they just kept did you say just not just my nipples to be honest uh, there's very little at this point <laughs> i haven't seen I, I, I think it's not a nipple page for you i think it's just going to be like a maybe just, mildly traumatized by a red-headed lady I, honestly i can't, can't stop flashing i don't know what is wrong i don't intend to but like it was i think my hair covered it a lot of the time but it was a bit of a joke with us two. I had to keep like, hooking his play suit back up because it just kept flopping to the side. Um, I just think those women, the luck they'll have given each other. I know. They did. They did. There was like a bit of a... But what would you do? Like, literally, if you're just minding your own business, drying it's your so hair so tricky because I do it. Like I said this on the last one. Like I do this when I... Um, when sometimes if I've gone to the toilet and then I'm going to the bedroom, I'm like, exactly. I'll just, especially if it's something like jodhpurs or yeah. leggings. It's all right so much if they're tracksuit pants and they're easy. But if it's like an effort to pull them up, I'm like, oh, I'll just waddle to bed. And Ben always looks at me like. Leggings are actually, they're actually quite a bit of a menace. I was once late, well, late for work because of a pair of leggings. I got stuck in them. I... <laughs> Like Ross and Friends. Well, it wasn't quite like that. I was getting changed and I thought, oh, these leggings are quite stretchy, you know. So I thought I was keeping the same shoes on and I thought, 
I'll take my leggings off. Might have been skinny jeans, actually. I can't remember. But anyway, whatever it was, I thought, I won't take my shoes off. I'll try and get my trousers That's fucking to madness. <laughs> I'll tell you what I do do sometimes, though, which Lose if it. anyone saw would be ick. It's like, you know, when you pull your jogs. Can I just, just add something into this, though? Yeah. I had to phone work from the changing room that I was in. I had to phone up the viewing department and say, look, I, I'm here. I might be a bit late. I'm actually stuck in my trousers. I've tried to take them off over my shoes and I'm stuck. And they were just like, well, as long as it takes. Because the thing is, when they're tight as well and you get into a certain point, yeah. you can't feed it back to get your sh- It was a mess. I'm, I'm starting to wonder no. if you should have like a panic button around your neck, to be honest. <laughs> When they have to make difficult dressing decisions. Or maybe everyone else needs panic buttons around then. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, so like I do that thing, you know, you pull your jods off. You don't because you wear your socks under, don't you? But I wear my socks on top, my long socks. And then I, I pull... socks over the top. Oh, do you? And oh, then I pull... I, I mix it up, actually. My jods off without taking my socks off because I can't be chewed. And, and then, then I... stand on the legs. Yeah, and then you... Tr- I've just hit the microphone. Sorry about that. Very unprofessional. Then I start to like... Yeah, Blail. yeah, but panicking because you do, don't you? Even yeah. though you know you're going to be okay, you're like, God. but then so it doesn't stop moment, you the next time. Panic. No, like... still, and the next day you do the same. Yeah, and I think that was I was doing that, and that's what made me think that maybe I could get the leggings off over my shoes that time. I've got a bit, I got a bit cocky, <laughs> a bit optimistic with the stretchiness of leggings. Um, but yeah, I got so. But that was a long time ago. I got stuck. I got stuck in the trousers. That was a, that was was a long time ago. Come on. Yeah, I've moved on. Grown up since then. Um, yeah, now I just, I now I just deliberately leave them around my ankles. <laughs> um, it's 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 an evolution. I'm growing up. Finally, Absolutely. wouldn't do anything like and that we, anymore. Come on. And we ended up. I ended up on on Friday night when we went out. I ended up till out till about half past three in the morning, something like that. I was having the time of my life. I was rolling about 80% tequila. <laughs> we went to this nightclub afterwards. We went to this, we went to Ibiza Orchestras and then we went to this nightclub afterwards. I'm going to tell you now, the nightclub was called Pop World. Now, there is no way on this earth or like any nightclub called Pop World. I, th- I know exactly what you're thinking this nightclub was like and you were 100% correct. It was right up your fucking street. It was a little bit on my street because they played One Direction four times. Um, Absolutely. But it was, um, it was a little bit scary. Um, and yeah, and I, I was having time of my life because another thing, they were handing out face masks of Harry Styles. Fucking hell. It was, it was, I was at one point surrounded by these Harry Styles. It was, it was quite good. It wasn't. Ha- it wasn't a house. absolute best Alan, life. Absolute best life. Um, I didn't want to leave. Hence why I was still out to about half past three in the morning. But yeah, I went out on Friday night. Right. So now we've got Sorry. one from a listener. That wasn't even a wank of the week. How did that even happen? I think we were discussing all sorts. Anyway, the Sorry. issue of you with your leggings. Which I'll be honest, I think those women are going to maybe struggle to come back from. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so this is from Mari Wilson. Um, she said, um, 
only a slight wanker, but I feel it's on a folly to OnlyFans and Ben's feet. Um, we have recently opened an equine crematorium and seeking things to put on Facebook posts is a little hard. I saw a photo idea and loved it, but it required a man. So my Frisian was due the farrier, so bingo, a model. I asked him to model for me and he agreed the poor sod. However, it was just his hands. He's a young, good-looking fit farrier, so I'm sure this isn't quite what he had in mind. But being a good sport and having the patience of a saint, we got it done. However, the other model wanted nothing to do with the shenanigans. Being hand to hoof and looking relaxed was the theme. Um, my poor farrier was having to grip without looking like it, he was. It must have killed him. The next time I have a good idea, I think he will run a mile. But I did mention only fan hands. I will attach the photo so you can see the theme. So obviously we, we talked about this last time. Um, things aren't as good when you're doing this. But anyway, um, so the photo is like, it's a really nice photo. Sorry, that's my dishwasher. Um, it's a really nice photo of like a, a man's hand holding a horse's hoof as if they were like holding hands and it's kind of like set in fields of flowers. It's a really nice picture. I'll put it on our Instagram. Um, but... The vision of like, well, a few things popped. Do you into- know what? In my head, I'm thinking this Fario is probably within his in his gritty teeth. Is going like it's this lovely, peaceful, yes, caring photo. But this Fario's like, don't you fucking move, you <laughs> git like that, and he like he's like, oh, fucking try and pull away from me again. And it's just like beautiful holding hands picture as a result. But you just know what went on behind not, that. Yeah, not exactly. There, there were swear words being uttered. Maybe it's not. like that when someone's like, just a really relaxed, smiling picture, and see, so like, how do I make this look relaxed? There's no such thing. Yeah. There's no such thing, is there? And he's basically having to, like, I've got, like, Tyra Banks being like, just smile, just smile with your eyes. And he's like, just smile with your hand, fucking smile with your hand. Be peaceful, peaceful with your hand, you <laughs> bastard. If you fucking pull back anymore oh my god like oh, i had visions of like ben who can't say no to people and would would be like yeah oh yeah absolutely not a problem i'm gonna finish work tonight at like half past 10 but i've got all the time in the world to hold your horse's <laughs> hand like we're going on a fucking date absolutely oh not a trouble <laughs> no oh i mean I'd, i have lost the fucking tips of my fingers with just the fucking effort of trying to keep a hold of this horse and look like we're, we're best friends and but I, oh yeah no trouble oh Can't you didn't anything i'd rather do you didn't have quite the right lighting no i can do it again absolutely cool yeah <laughs> come on you fucking bastard i'm pleased it's a frisian that's nice and big yeah <laughs> it's a bit shetland news could it it's the biggest fucking hoop they could. Not a bit of bother. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> you want hoof oil on as well? Yeah. I don't, I'd love oily hands. I'd fucking I'd love, love them. Corny Crescent. <laughs> oh. Hang on. Hang on. Do you want me to paint my nails as well? Yeah. <laughs> Oh Christ! You wouldn't want a picture of Ben's hands, like dragon tamer's hands. But um, yeah, I, so I just had visions of what was going on because sometimes, like when Ben bumps into another farrier and they like chat about like you know customers that the ones maybe saying like, "Oh, be careful!" You know, she's going to have sacked her off, so she's going to look for someone else, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like 
the th- the way they take a situation compared to the way a horsey person takes a situation. Yeah, yeah. So I just had vision. I mean, I'm sure I'm just joking because I'm sure he was absolutely fine about it. But like the you know, two farriers talk, you'll never fucking guess. You'll never <laughs> guess what I fucking did today. I basically took a fucking freezing out for a date. The bastard didn't want to come. I fucking could not have liked me any less. If we were on Tinder, it would have been fucking swiping. Swiping. But, but no. I'm fucking taking this Frisian out, hand in hand, fucking oh photo shoots with it, bastard thing. <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely. Thing is, I could to fuck. So, apps. I mean, the photo is amazing, and it will be a really good image for that. But if ever I see it on Facebook, I will. I'm 100- just gonna laugh now. Yeah. I am just gonna laugh. I'm sorry to Mari. We we we're not dissing your business. And we think it's a lovely idea and a very important idea. But that photo is going to make me laugh. Yeah, Sorry. I just see that photo now and think of Ben being asked to do that and think of the story he would tell me when he got home that night. And it would be epic. I would love it. I actually want someone to do it. If any of Ben's customers listen to this, just do oh, it. But Ben joke. listens to it. Oh, fuck. oh shit. Wouldn't that be amazing to just see what he did? When we meet up at the show, I when we meet up, I'll whisper it so he doesn't hear it when he listens to the podcast. When we meet up at the show, I'll say, Oh, Ben, there's something wrong with my front stud hole. Could you have a look? And we'll get him to pick up his front shoe and quickly take a load of pictures. I think. Do you think it's morally wrong for us to encourage our listeners to just start fucking with horsey professionals and then tell us the funny stories? I mean, no. I mean, I think yeah, but... it's good for everyone's morale. Exactly. That's what I think. But, you know, we're not talking like, don't rip them off money, but just getting a funny picture. Absolutely. Or just, you know, say things like, I'm just wondering how you would feel about maybe shoeing the horse, like, topless and me using it for, like, a calendar or, you know, obviously not if it's a woman. Um, I have a female farrier. Yeah, don't you do that. I think that's a totally different calendar. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll end up on a register. Um, <laughs> if you're not already on one, to be well, fair. Yeah, to be fair, going off like my, my farty bum and my trousers around my ankles, there is probably a register. And your I'm nipples. On. Free the nip. Free the nip. The nip was free in Essex. It, it was having it was having a good, the nips were having a good old time in Essex, all right? <laughs> I think that we should like encourage it a bit, but we're also not encouraging it. Yeah, but I mean, do do I with think... what we've said at your peril. But if the farrier vet whatever gets pissed off, we uh, we've said no. We said don't do it. But equally, I think probably it is for the Stop good it. of the pod. Yeah, I mean, we need someone to maybe hold that brat like them. That that's woman I still watch that video occasionally when I get a little bit upset yeah, with the down all gloves. <laughs> she's probably fucking angry but you know Is what it? was it was it a tiktok or something where like yes it's I've seen it it's like um where a woman goes to a shop and she just keeps putting random things in the shopping basket and like at first the husband will be kind of like just whatever and then he's like do we need that and then like by the end he's like we're not fucking getting that and that's when they have to stop when they're like the husband kicks off. And basically, I'm just wondering if we could do a similar sort of thing 
where like how much would they take like so her farrier's proved he, he would do that he'd hold hands with the horse exactly let's up the ante let's see what he'll do next <gasps> at what point does your horsey professional stop oh no i'm not being responsible for this my mind went to places we can't <laughs> trust our we can't trust our listeners they listen I, I mean, to this podcast for a start. They're I don't not. want anyone doing anything untoward with Ben. I quite there like him. There we go. No, exactly. <laughs> We're quite happy with the holding hands of the horse. He went above and beyond. He did. He's a good egg. Good egg. Even if he was swearing where you couldn't hear. Um. All right. So that's round two of we're going to end this podcast but this time hopefully you will actually get to hear it and you will just have to take our word for it the other one was really fucking good (laughs) and I'm an absolute dick and Carla was very good because she probably wanted to poke me in both eyes I just went and got another gin not gonna lie you fucking need it honestly I mean that was an epic fail even by my standards so I will see you well I will talk to you all next time and you'll have had your holiday then I will. Post holiday. It will be post holiday. Have I'll a lovely holiday. Probably have no horsey news, but I'm on holiday with Henry, Seb, and Ben. So I would oh say a lot God. of wanker of the week. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Yeah. Absolute theme. So we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.